Hi, everybody. Welcome back to A Little Jaded. It's Jade here with Joanna. Joanna, you want to say hey? Hi, guys. So welcome back. This is actually our 18th podcast, and we'll be talking about the 64th annual Grammy Awards and the nominations. Yeah. So if you don't already know, we're doing this a little bit earlier. So as of right now, the only thing that we have to work with are the nominations, um, which is very, very exciting in itself and always brings up a lot of, stirs up a lot of new emotions new feelings, new drama, new everything, uh, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm I'm super excited to get into it. But first, Joanna, you think the Grammys are going to be moved? I don't know. I mean, I nah, I definitely think that there's a possibility, but also the Grammys is happening way earlier this year than it has. At least I know last year because one of the first events I completely forgot about this until Jade brought it up. But one of the first events that we did as um, Jada Productions. Also, this is our first podcast of the year. Hello, hello, 2022. Hello. Um, but one of the first things that we did, like as Jada Productions, like us together we did an Instagram live about the Grammys, like after the Grammys had happened and just talking about like all of our thoughts and everything, but the winners, the fashion, Harry Styles, everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I remember that was like in March of last year. So it's very interesting that it's happening really early. I think that there's definitely a possibility with obviously like the state of the world and everything. Like it's obviously, you know, you have to keep everybody's safety like as number one, especially having like an event with that many people. It's definitely, you know, a questionable thing. Even with concerts and everything, people are starting to wonder like, are is stuff gonna get moved again? Which fingers crossed that it doesn't and don't want it to happen again. But I don't know. Yeah. No, uh, and speaking of number one, Justin Bieber, yeah, her and Doja Cat are all coming out with eight nominations this year. That is, is, you know, insane. And they're number one, you know, as they should be. (laughs) No, literally, I was going to say, like, this year for Doja Cat has, well, not this year, technically, 2021 for Doja Cat was insane. You literally cannot go on TikTok without hearing a Doja Cat song. That's pretty much it, which is like you love her or you hate her, whatever. Like, you're going to know that the song is by Doja Cat. and so. I think she was definitely one of the biggest predictions. Everybody knew that she was going to be nominated for a lot of things. And she was for Planet Her, the deluxe version. Like she was nominated for so many different things. This was definitely a crazy year for her. And Justin Bieber also, I mean, he was obviously nominated for the last year's Grammys for changes, but with his Justice album, that that was huge for him. Mm-hmm. And then the the Triple Checks Deluxe version came out and that was even mm-hmm. bigger because that I believe that came out with Tori Kelly obviously did the duet with him on name. No, oh, I can't even. <laughs> but um, if you want to talk to me about that more, hit me up, but I won't talk about it that much. <laughs> Not good. Um, and yeah, and there's that and, you know, just all of the different. He had a lot, a lot of um, collaborations on the on justice in general and then get to the triple chucks deluxe version i'm pretty sure like almost every single song that came out of that besides like Haley and something else i want to say we're all like collaborations oh yeah crazy you know and when you think about it these names were ginormous they're like Mm -hmm. little uzi i'm pretty sure right 
Yeah. And like just a bunch of other huge names were on that album. So I think that it's only fair, you know, (laughs) and he had, obviously he had the kid Leroy on there, which the kid Leroy is also nominated for a bunch and he's nominated for best new artist. And I really wanted to talk about the best new artist curse. I hadn't heard about this until recently. And I know Jade just told me that she isn't really aware of this. And it's basically, there's speculation that anybody who wins best new artist at the Grammys is destined for that to be kind of their peak. And then from there, it just kind of all goes downhill. And it's such an interesting thing. I saw somebody on TikTok. um, She did a whole, a whole video about this theory and how there's a lot of speculation that the curse has been broken, I guess, because some of the past winners, um, especially the last three were still are still some of the biggest names in music like Dua Lipa, Billie Eilish, Megan Thee Stallion. And then now this year with like the amount of people who are nominated, it's just like, obviously Billie has, I mean, her career, I don't think it's going downhill anytime soon. She's still doing amazing. Megan Thee Stallion, she's still doing amazing. Dua Lipa, still doing amazing. Um, but some of the past winners before then was like uh, Megan Trainer, um, Alessia Cara, Macklemore, and Ryan Lewis. Like a lot of these people, and obviously these artists, they still have like super successful careers. But I guess the speculation is that they are not as mainstream anymore, and this and that. And it's such a funny, it's such a funny thing to think about. But I don't know if I believe in the best new artist curse. But I think that in terms of like the people who have won in the past few years and the people who are nominated for the one this year, I don't see any of these people's careers going quote unquote downhill anytime soon. And I don't like that, that term of like, you know, an artist reaching their peak and like, they're going downhill from that. And like that project was the best they're going to do and this and that, like, I don't really like that idea because I think that artists should be allowed to keep reinventing themselves and keep, you know, like changing different things and like experimenting and things. And like, if that project is not quote unquote mainstream enough, then, you know, as long as they're proud of like whatever it is that they're producing, I think that that's really the most important thing. But exactly, I, I just thought that was interesting. No, I think that's so interesting. I've actually, like you said, I'd never heard about that, but you know, the fact that they're not making things that are being nominated for Grammys or mainstream things it doesn't take away from the importance of it and it doesn't take away from the artistry of it. And it doesn't take away from the fact that they're still creating music, even if it's not mainstream, you know, if their fans still like it and if they're still enjoying what they're doing, then it is, you know, and that's still success to them, you know, and that's still Mm -hmm. success to, to anybody that, because it really doesn't matter, honestly, if they were, if, if they think that they're successful, then they're successful because it doesn't really matter what everybody else says about them, you know, in a way. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I still think that obviously putting a Grammy on your shelf would be amazing. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously it's like, nobody can deny, like it's the Grammys and like everybody, like, like so many artists will, you know, talk about like, it's one of, you know, the biggest honors to even be considered, even be nominated for a Grammy. Like it's huge. Um, And I know like if you're a Taylor Swift fan, like if anybody saw her um, Miss Americana documentary, like she talked about how she 
obviously she won a Grammy for album of the year for 1989, like a few years ago. And then after 1989 was the reputation era, she released reputation and that was not nominated for anything. She wasn't nominated for any Grammys at all with that album. And, um, kind of an infamous thing that she says in that is, well, I guess I'm going to have to make another album because this one wasn't good enough. And a lot of people, you know, have like, that different mindset. Like if it wasn't nominated for a Grammy, then I guess it wasn't good enough, but reputation, like in terms of her fandom as a whole, like for her fans, reputation was, is like a fan favorite. It was yeah. one of the most successful, like in their eyes. And it still was one of her, like a super successful album. Like maybe it wasn't nominated for a Grammy or whatever, but like that doesn't take away like the validity of it as like a good project and just like a good piece as a whole. And, you know, last year she went on to win album of the year for folklore and now she's nominated for album of the year again forevermore. And it's just like, you know, even if you, if you have a couple of years where you're not nominated for a Grammy, it doesn't mean that you're falling off as an artist or whatever. Like that doesn't really mean anything. So, yeah. Well, and I also think that, um, award show success is different from fan success is different from financial success is different from like all these different like you could place an album into so many different categories and i'm not talking about the categories like song in the year like that's no content is what i mean like you you could you could place an album or a song into all into different categories of success you know so so being financially successful doesn't necessarily mean it was a fan favorite maybe they were just like excited for new music but the new music wasn't amazing you know what i mean or to them at least you know so it doesn't mean necessarily that like i don't i just don't think that i think that there's different success in different categories so looking at it that way is is probably a better picture and helps you define a little bit more like the success of your overall project you know which is amazing you know to think about it like and the fact that can we just talk about the fact that like so many artists are like re repeat artists and the fact that they're like i mean like on top of the artist curse or whatever the the best new artist curse there are so many artists that did win that you said that are still back and still still yeah. winning grammys and still getting nominated for grammys which is like spectacular like you said billy eilish i don't know if Justin Bieber ever won, but it feels like he did, um, sort of, you know, and like all of the new nominees, like their music is absolutely amazing. Like, I feel like they're going to break it again. Yeah. I know. I yeah, know for sure. And it's like, obviously we're never going to know how the nominations really go. Like, with like, you know, the recording Academy and the Grammys and everything, but even just like another example of like, obviously like we said like being nominated for a grammy it's huge and obviously it's amazing for these artists to be recognized for their work and everything but even looking at like artists like like the weekend he wasn't nominated for anything and that caused a big uproar for the 2021 grammys he wasn't nominated for anything and he had his after hours album and that was a huge like piece of work for him obviously he had like blinding lights he had like you know all of these massive massive hits and he wasn't nominated for it but that doesn't take away the fact that for his fans and for fans of music in general, that was a big, that was a big album for him. And that was like a really popular album, you know? And it's just like, just because you're not nominated for a Grammy doesn't take away your validity as an artist. And just, we're also not saying that because you are nominated for a Grammy, that it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just, it's just an award at the end of the day. Obviously it's a very like, 
coveted, very like well-known award and like everybody takes them very seriously. But either way, take it with a grain of salt. Take all of our opinions with a grain of salt. Um, we're just fans of music. So talking about the Grammys is very interesting and very fun. But yeah. well, yeah. and also I think that like um, on that a little bit, you know, at the end of the day, like I would define my success different than you would define your success. You know what I mean? So it's up to you how how much you want to value anything, how much you want to value the the support of your fans, how much you want to value an award, how much you want to value anything like that's completely up to you because I can't define your success and you can't define my success. So like, you know, placing it into these different categories, as I was saying, you know, like you could value as an artist, you could value one category over another. It doesn't make it less important to somebody else. doesn't make it less important to the music world. You know what I mean? It's just like, Mm -hmm. whatever you value is, we can't take that away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's very like person to person. Like everybody's going to have different, like, like you said, like they're going to view their success differently. And that's why it's like, it's fun to talk about the Grammys, but you know, not every artist might, you know, really care about the Grammys. Some, they might be like, this is the biggest honor of their lives. Like, you know, you can't really take that away from, you know, each person, they all are going to view it a different way. Each artist is going to view it a different way. And yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So you want to get into some, now that we've talked about all that, you want to get into some predictions? Cause like, I'm really excited. Yes. I know I'm going to be watching, you know, I'm going to be watching. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The Grammys last year. Was, yes. It's just, it's so fun to watch the Grammys for so many different reasons, whether it's like the performances, what everybody's wearing, obviously like the winners. It's just like, also just like as a fan of pop culture myself, like I've grown up as a fan of watching, um, watching these different award shows and just like a fan of like celebrities and music and everything. Obviously that's why I want to work in it because I'm a fan of it, but like just seeing like the amount of like artists all sitting in one room together is also huge in, in and of itself. You know what I mean? Just seeing all of these different artists interacting. Like I know everybody went crazy when um they panned to Billie Eilish watching Harry Styles perform like even just seeing like different crossovers of like different people it's huge for fans because it's just it's always just causes an uproar it always does it's just interesting to watch like different interactions you know and also because nobody I mean speaking from like a fan's perspective nobody is just supporting one artist like nobody's just watching the Grammys maybe maybe some people are I mean maybe some people are but like yeah nobody's just watching the Grammys to see Justin Bieber. Like they want to see Justin Bieber interact with his biggest fan, Billie Eilish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what you're, that's kind of what you're watching. Like you said, you know, you're watching everybody like watch each other, you know, and watching all of these like insanely creative minds, like give a standing ovation to another insanely creative mind. Like Lady Gaga, just being in the same room as Doja Cat. I can't, I can't. Insane. Insane. <laughs> it's gonna break social media it might break social media it just <laughs> it yeah. Might. yeah and I just yeah so you want to get in you want to jump into predictions yes okay so just for the sake of time because obviously there's like a billion different categories there's no possible way that we could talk about every single category so just for the sake of time we're just going to be talking about the top four and I think this year is actually the year where they extended the amount of um 
nominees per category and now it's up to 10 which is awesome but it's also insane like up to 10 different people or groups or artists um whatever you want to say like nominated per category which is insane but yeah so we're going to be talking about album of the year record of the year song of the year and best new artist um so i guess since we kind of already talked about best new artist a little bit do we want to go into that one first yeah although can we give a quick shout out to, I think it's like best traditional pop album. Yeah. I believe that's the category, but uh, Tori Kelly's Christmas album is in that one. So just like, yeah, because like Miss Girl really had it going. But like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. What are your predictions? Oh my God. There's just, there's, well, f- First of all, like I said, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten, um, ten different artists nominated. And something that I didn't want to say is it's very interesting. And like this is always something that I've wondered for categories like best new artists is like what qualifies as quote unquote new? Because a lot of these artists have been around for a long time. Like Saweetie's nominated, and I listened to her back in like my freshman year of college, which was in 2018. And, you know, she's been around for a while. And then obviously there's different artists like Olivia Rodrigo, who her debut album was this year. And um, the kid Leroy, his debut album was actually in 2020. Japanese Breakfast, they've been around since 2016. And like Phineas obviously has been around for a while too. And so like, there's all of these different artists. Um, So it's very interesting, like wondering like, how these people are nominated and like what qualifies them as a new artist compared to the ones who are like obviously from like 2021 but I don't know it's just something that I've always wondered but um something that I do like is like all a lot of the different artists from best new artists are it's very well incorporated across a different different genres like country I was gonna say I love the I love the genre diversity in like in this category because it's just like I you know nobody would I don't know like it's just crazy because then it's like I love it because I feel like it's a very controversial topic I feel like you know a lot of people they shun the Grammys because they're like oh it's all about mainstream music and I think that they're doing they're putting in more work to you know recognize different people from different um types of genres and I think that that's really cool um yeah with that being said though if I had to guess who was going to win Best New Artist, I mean, if Olivia Rodrigo doesn't win, I think that's going to be, I don't, I mean, I don't know. She's just, she had one of the biggest years ever. I mean, we just talked about it in our last podcast, um, our 2021 wrap up. If you want to listen, go listen. We talk about like, like different things that happened for different artists careers in 2021, but Olivia Rodrigo basically started her whole career as a solo artist in 2021 and she's already one of the biggest names and she just turned 18 yeah yeah I think not that I obviously I know more about music than this but I just always find it funny and I always feel like I know that when a person gets big whenever my mom like voluntarily puts some puts them on in the car you know what I mean like yes like when oh my, my god when, I feel like when your parents know about an artist that's when you you're like okay yeah they're pretty big you know because yeah. like they're oh, yeah. not always scrolling social media they're not in the music world like like I am you know what I mean so I'm just yeah. like 
if you know about them, then they're probably pretty big. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, even just comparing, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo, I feel like her journey as an artist is very comparable to Billie Eilish, who was, um, she won Best New Artist in um, in 2019. And obviously, like, that was also, like, a massive year for her. Or wait, was it 2019? No, it was in 2020. It was the last one that was um, in person before the whole pandemic happened. She won. And obviously 2019 was when she released her debut album. And obviously that album had like, you know, it had bad guy. It had very a friend. It had like all of these insane bops. And so obviously that was like probably the biggest year of her career. Um, And I think that this has also been a huge year for Olivia Rodrigo's career. I think that, especially thinking about like how close they are in age too, like when they are like reaching this massive success, I think that it makes sense that Olivia Rodrigo would follow in Billie Eilish's footsteps and would win. Um, But then also looking at all of these different artists, like obviously every single one of these artists have had a big, a big year. That's why they're nominated. It's so hard to tell sometimes like, Obviously, this year was also really big for the kid Leroy. Obviously, like, yeah, like Definitely. he he blew up, quote unquote, like in um, twenty twenty when he had a song with um he had a song with Juice World, um. But this year in general, like, stay with Justin Bieber. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, huge. Just the fact that now, like, he had his own like he had his own fans just from him, and now after collaborating with Justin Bieber, I feel like their fandoms really meshed together and has made him even larger. (laughs) Yeah, I could speak, I could speak for that just because, you know, Justin Bieber fan and then he collaborated and I was like, oh, who's this guy? You know what I mean? And that's exactly how it happens. And that's why these collaborations are huge, you know, but like, I I agree. I think, I think Olivia Rodrigo is probably going to win it, but there's like Saweetie and, you know, like it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a competition. It's yeah. going to be like, it's not going to be easy. I think there's a lot of really amazing, like glass animals. There's a lot of really amazing, like artists and bands in this category that I just, yeah. think, I think it's going to be a tough one, but, yeah. but, you know, I think it, it might lean toward Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. But who knows? I would I mean, say if I was to put in my, my prediction of who I think will win probably Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So what about let's song of the year? Cause I'm excited because like, okay. Lots of good only, songs. Lots of good songs. Like, are you kidding me? Like also, bad habits was giant. Oh Driver's yeah. License. Oh my God. That was on the radio for like how many, that might be still be on the radio. I I'm pretty sure. Leave is. the door open. So Sonic. Oh, Lil Nas X peaches. Oh, it's going to be, uh, I'm, it's a big one. But also, can we talk about how Brandy Carlisle is nominated twice? Yes. That's kind of insane because she's nominated for she's nominated for her own song, obviously for Right on Time. But then she's also nominated for A Beautiful Noise with Alicia Keys, which obviously I get it. It's like it counts as its own separate song. But that's kind of insane. Like I I, I don't I don't know if that's something that's like very common. Yeah, has that been done before? I'm not sure. Or maybe. 
I don't know. That's interesting. But I it think very that interesting. It's a double double chance right there, you know. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. But yeah. Well, yeah, like all of these songs, obviously, Bad Habits, Beautiful Noise, Driver's License, Happier Than Ever, Kiss Me More, Leave the Door Open, Montero, Peaches, Right on Time. All of these songs have been really big. I feel like, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, you know what, though? first of all, I knew that Driver's License and Happier Than Ever were going to be nominated because, I mean, Driver's License, like we said, Olivia Rodrigo literally took 2021 by storm. It was a massive year. And she also released it at the top of the year, literally in January. So it took up, it had the entire year and it still is huge like everyone still talks about it it took tiktok by storm like it was massive that's what i was gonna say have you noticed that all of these songs on here are all songs that were trending at some point on tiktok okay isn't that interesting like i mean we can talk about how tiktok is like influencing everything like in music forever it did talk about that actually we talked about it in a podcast before on how influential tiktok is um and we talked about it in music in the social media age and it was actually one of our first podcasts like first top five podcasts that we ever made and it was like it's really up there we talk about how tiktok is extremely influential and we talk about it with the people that make the Jada Productions TikTok. So check it out. But anyway, you know, that was one of my favorite episodes. It's just, it's such a relevant topic and it always will be. Uh, Social media is always changing. And especially with TikTok, like it, it helps these songs so much, like kiss me more, leave the door open. Like you can't go, you couldn't go on TikTok, like, like throughout this year without hearing them. Mm -hmm. And like, you still hear them even months after they've released. I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a tough category for sure. I think there's so many good ones that everybody's heard and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. But if I had to guess, if I had to leave my prediction, you know, I got to go with Justin Bieber peaches. (laughs) I was just giant. Oh yeah. No peaches was, it was so, so big. And it's kind of insane because obviously Peaches was Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar and Giveon huge. It was just, it was also, it was a massive pop slash like R&B number, you know? And yeah. I think that that's why it was really big was because obviously Justin Bieber, you think of like him as like a pop artist and Daniel Caesar is a lot smaller. He is definitely a lot more of like, you know, groovy R&B, very chill music. And then Giveon is also kind of like that same, like Daniel Caesar type of vibe. So having all of them together created this like sonically just interesting song. And so everybody loved it. Like, even if you didn't like Justin Bieber, like I know so many people who don't listen to Justin Bieber, don't claim themselves as a Justin Bieber fan, but they liked Peaches and they said like, yeah, Peaches is a good song. And it's just, it's catchy. You can't not, you know, you can't not sing it. So really catchy and like uh we gotta have a um we already had an artist spotlight on justin bieber but you know just talking about that i feel like we could go on for days about how the fact that justin bieber i know he was at the 2011 grammys and he's still showing up at the grammys now is just oh, yeah I'm pretty sure he's still, he was 2011 grammys i believe i mean i'm not positive on that but i'm pretty sure so like the fact that still after like 10 years, 10 plus years, still relevant, still being nominated for these things. Insane. 
insane. insane insane and we talk about his marketing actually in a different podcast but enough about podcast plugging i just yeah. wanted to say <laughs> so yeah minus pieces what do you think honestly i feel like all of these songs have a really really big chance i feel like not talking about popularity per se but just talking about like lyrically and just like as a song like sonically yeah just like everything together I think that the standout and I knew this was going to be nominated I knew that happier than ever was going to be nominated like that song was just it was interesting because it felt like Billie Eilish but it also felt different because when you think of Billie Eilish you think of like like the way that she started off her song the small, like almost like ukulele type of vibe, like the, when I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever that snippet. Like, and then it just completely drops into this big, like almost like rock ballad where she's just like screaming, literally screaming at the top of her lungs. It's just insane. And like, I don't know. I feel like that song was really big for her, for this era, for her, the happier than ever era, like her, like showing that this is like, a new her and just her growing as an artist. I feel like happier than ever was huge. Yeah. And, but then I look at songs like driver's license and I'm like, how is that? Exactly. <laughs> literally how is that not going to win? It's but tough. It's a tough category. Like bad habits. Ed Sheeran. I feel like anything Ed Sheeran does wins things like literally, <laughs> literally it's kind of insane, but yeah. Okay, I'm locking in my guess. I think that. Ooh, okay, <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say happier than ever. Yeah, I that's think tough. I think that Ugh. was like not only was it just big for her as an artist and everything, but like for fans, it was huge. On TikTok, it was huge. Like charting wise, it was huge. Like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say happier than ever. I like it. I, I like wrong. it. If I am wrong, then, I mean, I don't care. Whatever wins deserves to win regardless. That's okay. Yeah. Let's, you want to jump to, let's do album of the year. Cause that's, I'm excited about that one. I think that, I don't know because it's tough. I think that Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga are such a combo that they might come out and just like steal it, steal everything. But also look at planet her doja cat oh yeah that was giant like i woman like literally every single song on there is just you could play that is one of the albums that like i play and i just play it all the way through like every single song on there is amazing you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's it's just one of those i would say more but i can't swear on here <laughs> <laughs> but like you know the entire album as a whole planet her is just like so good and then you watch her as like i didn't know we're talking about like the the actual like artistry and the music and stuff Mm -hmm. but like even just and it's totally off of like that but the way that she just throws herself into her music when she's performing like she's an amazing performer yeah amazing so i'm just like i'm always like captivated and i'm like i'm gonna go listen to more of her songs because she's amazing you know (laughs) and the cool thing about her is you can tell that she genuinely enjoys all the music that she puts out. Like when she's on that stage, you can tell that like 
she's enjoying it. She loves the songs. She like, you know, she's proud of the songs. And I feel like that says a lot about, that says a lot about her as an artist and like where she's going to go as an artist. But also I think that it says a lot about this project that she put a lot of her into the, into the album and it shows. And I think that's why it was so successful. Yeah, I totally agree. But also think about this. Evermore is in the same category. Yeah. Honda and Sour and Montero. Like, and Justice. And Happier Than Ever and Justice. Like, it's... it's Love for Sale. Like I said, Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. They might come out and steal everything. Like, we are John Baptiste. Like, it's just going to be... It's a tough category. Like, I feel like it's hard because, I mean, obviously, like we said, like with... um like song of the year, like um, best new artist, like obviously like every, like all of these different people are nominated because they had such massive years. So it's so hard to compare even like, obviously with album of the year, there is, we're not thinking of any genre, obviously like planet her is like rap with like a little bit of pop having ever happier than ever is like a, like pop rock alternative kind of thing. Montero is like a little bit more on the rap side. Sour is a lot more like pop and like a lot more filled with ballads. And then there's Evermore, which is a lot more like folky kind of pop. And then there's Donda. And it's like, there's so many different genres in here. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause like other, I feel like other award shows, they typically go like best pop vocal album or something like that which is so interesting that like the yeah. grammys just says like album of the year straight up like put all the genres album on and let's just like fight it out you know like that's yeah. so crazy but like it's also really cool because it's just like like you said you know you get to see like some different you get to see like different people that you wouldn't see in the same room together are in the yeah. same room together because they literally put everybody yeah. in in their categories, you know? And like, it's just really cool. It's really cool to see. And like, it's, I wonder how they like put it together and judge it. But like, yeah. I think that's the part that everybody's watching for. It's just like, oh my gosh, like who's going to come out on top? Who's going to, you know, get it. Yeah. I think, okay. If we're talking about like, you know how I said before how it seemed like Olivia Rodrigo was almost kind of mimicking like Billie Eilish and like following in her footsteps. If that is the case, then this could be a whole Olivia Rodrigo sweep and she could just win. She could <laughs> she win could. album of the year. She could win record of the year. She could win song of the year. She could win best new artist because when Billie Eilish won, she was the youngest who had like sweeped all the top four categories. She literally won all four which and then some like it's kind of insane so if we're looking at it on that perspective like like I said like this year is super comparable to what 2019 was for Billie Eilish when looking at Olivia Rodrigo so I think Sour has a really really big chance of winning because every single song like we talked about it in the last podcast where um I said Sour was I think it was the album where every single song reached 10 million streams. Like it broke the record for like the fastest for every single song to reach 10 million streams, which is a lot. When you think about the fact that like not all of those songs are singles, obviously it's just the fact that like everybody liked every single song enough to stream them 10 million times that fast. 
and even and songs that weren't yeah like songs that weren't singles were just yeah. like hit, like hitting better than the singles were which was yeah like sweet. favorite yeah. crime not a single nope but look at it it's massive yeah. so just thinking about it is like oh my god like yeah. I feel like Sour has a really big chance of winning, but then obviously the fact that Taylor won last year for Folklore definitely gives her a little bit of an up. Like maybe she's going to win again with Evermore because Evermore was definitely like the sister album to Folklore. Yeah. But then thinking about another artist that had a massive year was Lil Nas X and he released his debut That's album on Caro. So like how, I don't know. It, it, it feels like every single album, like, well, how could Evermore not win? Well, how could Sour not win? Well, how could blah, blah, blah not win? Like, there's so well, But then you have to look at the other, like, the huge, huge albums in that category and be like, you know, it's just, it's going to be tough, but I'm going to go with, I, I feel like Planet Her. I really do. I really do. What about you? Oh, my God. I mean... Honestly, I think the top two that are really sticking out to me just in terms of like the Grammys and like who I think that they're going to choose. I think that it would be Sour or Evermore just because I mean, literally Olivia Rodrigo, like she's inspired by Taylor Swift. That's why she has like, that's why her lyricism is so insane. And like, just in general, like what she does with like her production and everything is just so insane and so good for her age is because she grew up being a fan of like artists like Taylor Swift who literally like, she is a songwriter. Yeah. Every single song is her and yeah. it shows. And yeah. Evermore was also really, really big. So I feel like if I had to choose, it would be one of those two. But honestly, I can't, I can't pick just one. Like yeah. it's, kind of, it's so hard. I get it. And isn't it funny that the artists that like we grew up liking, there's people that were at the same time, like fan fangirling over those artists that we were and now they're yeah. artists next to these artists like yeah Billie like Billie Eilish, Eilish and Justin Bieber they're both Taylor nominated Swift for album of the year know. like that's so cool like I can't imagine how how cool that must feel but yeah, you know. like that must be like the biggest full circle moment for them like yeah that's so cool I didn't even think about that the fact that like Billie was like a massive Justin Bieber fan and now they're both nominated Olivia was a massive Taylor Swift fan and now they're both nominated like they're all nominated in the same category it's like yeah looking at like like you said like thinking but like obviously like the the rise of like new artists like Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo but like the still like massive careers and like the longevity of these careers of people like Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber who've been around for so long and they're still being nominated yeah I have a fun idea since we're gonna do record of the year last I have a fun idea for it in let's do and this is super cool this is on the spot on the spot okay. no explanation just just say who you think is gonna win like absolutely no no nothing behind it just put it out there like record of the year who's gonna win mm. yeah, guess hard i'm gonna say honestly I'm thinking maybe peaches. Peaches? Peaches? I'm okay. thinking. I'm thinking, I, yeah. I'm thinking if it's not, if it doesn't win for song of the year, I feel like it could definitely win for record of the year. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking either driver's license or peaches. That's, peaches was just huge, man. Peaches was huge. huge. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I think that, 
on that note, I'm very excited for the Grammys. I know you're very excited for the Grammys. I know yes. we'll both be watching, possibly live tweeting. Yes. What do- <laughs> hey, who knows? Who knows? Maybe in a couple years time, we'll be at the Grammys. That's a, that's a big dream. I'm manifesting it right now. I'm putting this out here. So maybe in however many years I'll look back and I'll say that I wanted to be at the Grammys. Yeah. But yeah. Manifest it for us. Manifest it for everybody that is yes. a aspiring music industry professional and everybody that wants to do these things. Um, get started. Get started. Yes. You got it. You got it. We'll be here. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Cool. Then on that note, this has been another episode of A Little Jaded.